welcome to Rooted Within with Lily and Dan, a podcast that shines a spotlight on positive change makers, sharing their stories of legacy, inspiration, and impact. Each episode, Lily and Dan will speak to individuals who have made their dreams a reality, exploring their journeys, mindset shifts, and what motivated them. Join us as we explore the lives of those who are making a difference and let their stories inspire you to achieve your own goals. I'm Inclusive is really more like a community initiative. We had incubated a program with the Abu Dhabi government. My mother was supposed to come visit me here and she acquired a temporary disability. And I just had this big moment of, I need to do this urgently. That drove a lot of what happened in 2022 for me. We won five awards for the work we do. I feel like I've had to build a very strong emotional resilience. We've chosen to work with people who are genuine. But when you have people who are adaptable and flexible in your teams, they'll just make for better teamwork every single time. An inclusive world looks like a raw humankind world where it's okay to have your vulnerability as your strength. Rooted Within with Lily and Dan. Welcome back, welcome back. We have another incredible episode of we Rooted do. Within. I'm really excited about this one. Yeah, this There's, is going to be a good one. It's, it's going to be, yeah... Something Mo- special. I think emotional. I think every, every podcast we've done so far, there's been like a bit of like a teary moment. There's, yeah, there's, there's a moment inspiring. we sort of look at each other and go, who's going to go first? <laughs> yeah. I'm always like trying to like man up and be like, oh, sorry, I've got something in my eye. Yes. But anyway, so welcome. So in the studio. Welcome, Hafsa. Thank you. It's a pleasure to have you here. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, we're very, very excited. So thank you for joining us. Thank so you. So we, we always dive kind of like straight I in. I think this one, we need to dive straight in. Yeah, because you have an incredible company initiative project that you've been working on. And we'd love our listeners to be able to, to understand a little bit more about that. Yeah, so uh, I'm basically the founder of uh, I'm Inclusive, which is a social enterprise. It's the UAE's first social enterprise that works on disability inclusive employment and is certified by the government to do so. Which is crazy that it's our first social enterprise because yeah. a place like the UAE that is always helping, it's yeah. one of the most generous, caring countries. Well, that's a lot of different, um, I would say, cultures and stuff coming together, also working on social innovation now. So as of October 2022 last year, social certificates were recognized by the Abu Dhabi government for the first time in the UAE. And 26 companies, 27 companies, I think, were selected as part of that. And we were one of those 27 companies. So it's quite an awesome recognition. How did that happen? (laughs) How did that happen? Now, Now we go back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So... Um, I didn't say this because I didn't I didn't go further into this earlier, but I actually started my career here in events. Really? <laughs> what were you doing? I was working in event management with different companies. Uh, I got project manager roles a lot and I started doing that while I was in university. So I went to EMDI. Okay, no we way. know many people. I'm, I'm a lecturer at EMDI. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and then I worked a lot with 117 Life, like oh, yeah. part-time for their projects, yeah. so lots of concert, backstage, etc. Yeah, because they used to have the Autism Rocks arena mm. yeah. back in the day. Yeah, and then eventually I just felt like I had gained such good project management skills out of that too. But I really wanted to put all of that to some kind of like meaningful use. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think also because this is so close to my own like home and my heart, my brother identifies as a person after termination. 
Okay. Um, he lives with spinal bifida. He's enabled by a wheelchair. His name is Ahmed. And he is currently in Pakistan. He goes and comes like from the UAE in Pakistan. But he's like, we're six siblings and both of us are very close. Also because he spent a lot of time with me building I'm Inclusive. So when I started this journey, it essentially happened because events led me to Special Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> and Special Olympics was happening in Abu Dhabi. Was that 2019? Yes, yeah. that was World Games. And I, did, I, I did the opening ceremony. You did? Yeah, I was one of the um, the choreo team for the for the Athletes Parade. That's so So cool. yeah, so we had to welcome in, <clears throat> I think it was like 10,000 Athletes of Determination. It was one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever done. Yes, from 200 plus Everyone countries. that worked yeah. on that project walked away with a full heart. Yeah. Yes. And it was something that really showed what mm. the UAE is about, right? Mm. Um, and I remember coming up with the hashtag as part of my project, UAE Host the World, because my project that I was working on with my team was a cultural exchange program. So all of these athletes were coming to seven different Emirates. It's called the Host Town Program. And the different Emirates were meant to host them and, you know, take them through what the culture of UAE is. Yeah. A lot of that ended up me going to lots of different governments along with my amazing team back then and talking about inclusion. Mm -hmm. Inclusion readiness, uh, yeah. how to get hotels prepared for inclusion, how to prepare accommodations, how to welcome athletes with intellectual disabilities. And I didn't realize what I was on to then, but I'd already created this idea in my head that someday I'm going to create an app where people meet each other if they're related to inclusion. Because to me, I felt like as a sibling of a person of determination, I wish I had met more siblings. Yeah. Like I just, I would have helped saying, you know, I feel like I'm not doing enough. And I just wanted somebody just to, to have echo that. Just have that support, that. have yeah. that community. Yeah. Or like yeah. I wanted my mom to know another mom mm. so that my mom would feel like, you know. Yeah. Um, and my mom's been a single parent for most part of her journey. So I felt like there was so much that I wanted for our community as families, which I knew everybody would benefit from. So fast forward, Special Olympics was amazing. I Before really... we fast forward, I want to go yes, back a sorry. little bit. Yes, no, 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 time a bit. Because you mentioned um, about readiness. I mean, yes. how ready were the hotels and the establishments for this event and for people of determination? Because up until that moment, it wasn't really on anybody's agenda and it was kind of something which was very much in the background but not at the forefront of... I think yeah, it really would have highlighted how unready. Of, at the time in my experience with inclusion readiness, I noticed that the governments had such big hearts. You know, one time I remember at 4 a.m. there were government volunteers on ground. It was either Fajr or Rasul Kaima. And there was a delegation that was arriving at 4 a.m. and they were waiting there with roses to welcome those athletes. Beautiful. That's been my experience, really. And I think because, um, I mean, back, I'm still in my 20s, right? So back then, as a very young person, I met all these wonderful Emirati women, especially from Ras al and Abu Dhabi, who were so future-minded. And it really set my understanding of what Abu Dhabi UAE is about. Yeah. And through that opportunity, I got to meet His Highness Mohammed bin Zayed through a recognition program that everybody who worked at Special Olympics was invited to see him in the palace. And, you know, I think, again, as a young person, when you're looking at the leadership, recognizing everybody's work, if you're a young person who's hardworking in this country and you're getting that exact recognition that do more, be more, you know, be your mm. best version. I really felt those things left a very huge impression on mm. me. So I, I can never detach myself from it. UAE is my home of choice for those reasons that I always found like-minded communities. And if people didn't know or if people felt like, you know, we're not there and so many things today too, we're not as ready as we could be. But it's all progress. Yeah, everybody's saying yes. 
Nobody yeah. is saying, well, you know, we don't want to do it. We still have those conversations, but those are 20% of our conversations, which is fine. We'll, you know, mm. move with that. Yeah. And then you started talking about the future before I interrupted. Yeah. <laughs> That's, <okay. laughs> That's all right. Um, so, you know, I completed my journey with Special Olympics World Games. I moved into the regional office, which is Special Olympics Middle East, North Africa. And during this time, I'm Inclusive was really more like a community initiative. We had incubated a program like with the Abu Dhabi government. It's called Authority of Social Contribution Man. Mm-hmm. who we were incubating with. And we were finishing that incubation. It was like a research time. And, you know, we were talking to people of determination, asking them, why aren't you getting jobs? And I had started putting volunteer members on our team who were people of determination, who were kind of leading this. So it was a lot of people of determination creating this with for and themselves. for people of determination. Yeah. yeah. And I was just enjoying this. It was like more like a backseat moment. I was like, this is great. And then 2022, um, March 2022, my mother was supposed to come visit me here and she acquired a temporary disability. So when the first time she visited me here, she visited me here while she was using a wheelchair. Oh, no. Yeah. And I just had this big moment of like, I need to do this urgently and I need to choose my full focus and put my energy to doing what I can to raise as much awareness as possible. Because you see, most of the times we look at people of determination as something which is other than us, but it is disability can be acquired. It can happen to anyone. It is something that everybody is a very much part of. And if you're creating a world that's like more inclusive, you're creating a world that's inclusive for you too. Mm. Right. So it's not like something that I'm doing for somebody else. But the fact that inclusive had come this far and it had become this big, I had to make a decision. So I moved to I'm inclusive full time post that incident as well. My mom and I had a great time, lots of tacos in the bay, lots of good times, no problem. Again, good for accessibility, you know, the whole time. But that drove a lot of what happened in 2022 for me. We won five awards for the work we do. And what were those awards? So we got a, we won an accelerator program led by C3 Companies for Change and Accenture Middle East. Then we won an award from Visa She's Next program. Then we won an award from Tide, the Bay Entrepreneurship program. And all of these different platforms, lots of female-led platforms, lots of entrepreneurship platforms, they were like starting to open these doors for us and saying, you know, we want you to lead this. And that really goes back to my team because now my team are mostly people of determination, which includes my brother. Beautiful. Yeah. So he's moved here full time now? He he hasn't moved here. He comes and goes because he, like my mom and him were very close. Mm. Yeah. So it's kind of like he's both of our best friend. <laughs> so we have to share, you know, but um, he works with our team heavily he works from home our whole team works from home it's flexible working and so it's just become a very good and strong environment we have amazing clients um, like Tushil Hoop Group who work with us on a regular basis to recruit people out of termination yeah so tell us tell us more about what you do as an organization so I'm inclusive basically in a nutshell as I said connects people with disabilities to inclusive jobs but every company is at a different stage of inclusion at the moment and disability inclusion is a specific topic that stands under the diversity, equity and inclusion pillar, right? Mm -hmm. So currently our DEI is not disability inclusive in general, right? Across the region. So when we sit with companies, we ask them, is disability inclusion on your agenda? Mostly the answer is yes. Have you done something to implement this? Where are you in your journey now? 
People could be at a beginner stage, medium, advanced. And do you find most people are at a beginner stage or somewhere in the middle? I do think a lot of companies are at beginner stage still. Yeah. But that's because it does require a comprehensive foundation mm. building. Yeah. So it's not like you can be inclusive overnight. Yeah, it's know? not from a lack of wanting. Yeah, yeah, it's not from a lack of wanting, for sure. And in every organization, there come together two to three change agents who drive that agenda. Mm. I love doing that. So I, I do believe I get to work with lots of Avengers across the UAE who are the recruiters, the HR, the big heart. They're yeah. saying, let's open this door, you know, our team's going to be inclusive. And what are the type of jobs and the roles that you, you find in, you know, your people? This is a very good question. So, you know, I believe personally... Any person of determination can do any job. Of course. But at the same time, last year, we had to make like a blueprint of successful hiring. So you know what we started with? The tough stuff. (laughs) We hired doctors of determination. Wow. Mm -hmm. Tell us more. Yeah, we've we've hired uh, people in fashion consultant roles, beauty consultant roles. So we went with the job roles that were considered, you know, that this will not fit a person for any reason, like... So many reasons. But for any reason, if it says, you know, this is something a person of determination can't do, we were like, well, why not? Let's do it. Of course, why not? Yeah. So we... What were some of the challenges and hurdles that you faced? You know, I think the most common phrase I hear is, we love what you're doing, but But... we're currently working on gender balance. And so disability inclusion will come after this. And I'm like, no. it all happen at the same time. Yeah. Because they're not like one after the other priority. They're not priority. It's it's all the same. It's all inclusive. (laughs) Very urgent. Both of them. And people of determination have all backgrounds and genders and disabilities and so everybody should be like that. Gender, gender is the, it's not. But that's it. Someone of, of determination has a gender. Yeah. Yes, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's true. It's the fact that people think one kind of comes after the other. Mm. Yeah. So I feel like I'm still um, working with those things. It's kind of become like a frequently asked question. Mm. Like, it's a massive amount of education that you yes. have to provide people. And that actually brings me to answer the other part. So one part of our work is recruitment, right? Mm-hmm. And the other part is trainings. Okay. We do Educator. a lot of disability inclusion trainings. We've got amazing trainers. So we work with a very huge network. We're connected to people of determination, our experts in people of determination education. And we've basically become like a network of employers and service providers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we keep connecting people and opening doors and creating opportunity and platforms now. But things are pretty organically snowballing, which is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Are these full-time roles or, you know, potential for like freelance opportunities yeah we sectors. open it for everything so if anybody wants to hire like freelance roles that do is possible um something of your interest perhaps we like events industry we, we yeah. offer these freelancers we've, we've just launched like a talent academy so now we've got models musicians yeah we we opened it up and we went step by step because we wanted to do it right yeah. but mm-hmm. last year was more about like full-time part-time roles mm-hmm. this year is more about you know hire from us in whichever roles one of our candidates was recently hired in an ad knock ad which was pretty awesome that's awesome yeah, she was using sign language it's just like i was gonna say how does it make you feel when you see this because this is like progressive like <laughs> yeah. you're like the first of like many things right now in terms of what you're saying i just feel like it's become so much bigger than i am and it's really true like i personally as one person could have never done where we are right now yeah so imagine like there is literally like 500 people minimum that we talk to per week mm-hmm. and on saturdays we have mentorships so lots of different organizations send their staff to do online mentorships and a lot of our work we try to make it in online sessions and stuff just so we want to make this easy mm-hmm. we don't want inclusion to be like a challenge all of a sudden yeah. you know and it's not it becomes expensive. exclusive yeah. yeah i mean we charge for a service but i think inclusion should not be hard 
and inclusion should not be expensive. It yeah. should be something that you want to do. Accessible. Yeah, you just inclusion what did, should what be did, um, What did your mom say when you told her you were going to do this? Hmm, so interesting. I think a lot of the first time, Ahmed was the only person who understood what I was saying. Yeah. Like for the first two years. Yeah. When I told him, you know, we literally drew this on a paper. So we're like, this is what our portal is going to look like. We're going to make a job board for people of determination. I sincerely believe for the first two years of what I was doing, Ahmed was the only person who got to me. And he was like, we're going to do this. And every time that I would be going through a challenge, he'd be like, you know, you can do this. You know, you've got... And I seriously, I look up to the kid now. I'm just like, (laughs) I don't know what I could have done without him believing in me. But yeah, I think eventually our mom got it. Most recently in November 2022, we held the first ever career fair. Um, And I want to say kudos to like the events industry. So we reached out to some of our ex like deans and stuff from EMDI who gave us chairs and stuff to put everything together. Um, And we held a career fair for people of determination at Dubai World Trade Center under the Accessibilities Expo umbrella. I have so many questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so how many how many like candidates did you have oh, that yeah. came looking for for job opportunities? So we had scheduled for so it was a two day career fair yeah. and we had twelve recruiters each day. Okay, twelve different companies. And this is like different sectors, different industries. Yeah, so we had like FedEx, Henkel, wow. um, L'Oreal, these different companies coming together. And while we made for like a room for fifty to seventy per day, we ended up having around one hundred twenty people per day. So our booth was completely like flooded. It was a huge massive success and it taught us that you know we need to do this more on a bigger scale which we're of course planning for this year but I think it was pretty interesting for everyone involved we had some government members come to see what we were doing we had the Dubai World Trade Center team come to see what Mm. we were doing and the reason of putting it up like a live career fair I mean nobody could enter that area without scheduling but It was to show what we do on a daily basis mm. behind our laptops mm. and behind those online interviews. So it was pretty cool. And Ahmed was managing the registration with us. And there was a conference on the second day where there was speeches by people of determination and Ahmed did the opening note. And so when I sent my mom that photo, her reaction was like, what did I do <laughs> to raise kids like this? You, you guys a are very, so brave. A very good job. In a good way. A very yeah. good job. She was just like, I can't believe that these are my children. And I was like, we've been trying to tell you we're on to something big for years now. But I now you can be proud. Yeah, How did you it. feel seeing your brother up on stage? You know, the thing is, to me, it's so normal. The way that he believes in me, I believe in him. Yeah. I believe he's capable of so much. He's so wise. He's quite a genius. He he has such high emotional intelligence. Okay. Very strong-minded, very calm personality. And I'm like more like hyper and stuff. But he's younger than me. And I still, I really do believe that he has so much more to do. Well, he sounds like a very old soul. He is, yeah. I want to get him on the podcast. I know, right? <laughs> Invite him, well, please. Well, the next thing, the next I'd time he's here... We'll, 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 we'll put it out there that the next time he's here, we'll have him on the show. I really think it's so, so incredible. You know, we've mm. seen such a massive shift from like 2019 when you were talking about like the Special Olympics and people of determination now are so much more... They're in They're in the forefront. Yeah. They're um, really um, in the there's forefront. A, um, there's a gentleman, and, and I feel bad because I actually don't know his name, but he's kind of like a, a greeter at the Zabil House Hotel oh, yeah. in, in um, the Greens. Yes. Yeah. He is the most 
energetic, amazing visual representation of that brand. Hmm. He knows every single guest that walks in. So I go to La La quite often. And um, literally every single day when I walk in, he's like, hey, mate, you again, back in. Let me get the <laughs> list you for again. you. <laughs> but like, it's just like this most amazing, but like amazing even, welcome. Yeah. Even, it's incredible. Um, even down at, at the sailing club, the Dubai Offshore Sailing Club, they have a program called Sailability. And I, I, I volunteer for that whenever I can. They actually... Um, it's it's doing sailing for people of determination. Incredible. Wow. Unbelievable. Like I, I barely managed to get down there because of the, of the timings, but the one time I did, it just was one of the most, like it just feeds yeah, your soul. it feels good. And they're awesome. What like, can, I guess, what can companies and brands and people do more or do better in terms of making, you know, our workplaces and our lives more inclusive? Um, I feel like it's really about seeing how often we're meeting with people of determination. Mm, yeah. You know, how often are we actually having people sit on our decision making tables mm. as well? I think that's very important. And it's sometimes the element that does get missed out. So for the opportunities, for example, that I take up in the start, like podcasts are still newer to me. Yeah. So I will try them out first. But as I was mentioning to Ryan, I was saying we have a person of determination on our candidate pool who wants to start his own podcast so maybe someday he can co-host with you you know we'd love to yeah and then the thing is that we have to open up those platforms i've done lots of panel discussions so now anybody if they call me for a panel discussion i will not go myself i will tell them that it can be a person of determination who speaks for themselves or if you really want me to come and speak i'll come with a person of determination well it's giving the exposure it's like you know let them have their voice like i'll come in with like i'm not to be rude to decline anyone but Mm. i will happily come being paired up with somebody yeah. instead of like you know speaking on but it's the whole so point. they can say their story yeah. rather but than the just become point. Point. but it's the whole point you're you're making you're trying to shift perception yeah. that a person of determination can't speak for themselves yes. or a person of determination can't you know be the one out there doing what that's exactly what you're saying you're saying shift your perspective yeah exactly and that's so real from teams as well right inclusive teams perform better mm. yeah so there are stats by the u.s government that show that if you have a disability inclusive team your retention rates are 81 percent higher and your productivity rates are 45 percent higher why is that oh you just asked my question <laughs> I, was, I was like I'm about to say it that's because Pretty, why? when you have inclusive teams right we all understand that culturally inclusive teams perform really well i mean we live in dubai we understand mm, that yeah. right now you have teams from different perspectives and unique ideas coming together. Um, the thing with the treasure talent, which is inclusive talent, is they're the most adaptable and resourceful and flexible talent out there. And recruiters don't immediately understand that. But when you have people who are adaptable and flexible in your teams, they'll just make for better teamwork every mm. single time. They'll come up with the solution when nobody's thinking And about why it. are they traditionally adaptable and flexible? Because they've had to be in life. Yes. So I will say something that one of her uh, colleagues here, Fatima Al-Jassim, who's somebody I really look up to a lot, she's herself a person of determination, asked me in one of her speeches, she was like, imagine that you have to come to work every day as a person of determination. And when I took a moment to think about that, first I thought, you know, oh, that'd be harder. But then Fatima was like, no, actually, it would be inbuilt in you because that's your state. That's who you are. Yeah. So if as a person... I have built my life 
in ways that are more resourceful, more adaptable than other people, I'm going to bring that to my workspace. And mm. I see that every day with the people of determination mm. that we work with is they'll come up with 1000 solutions. They'll because be they way more resilient. Yeah. yeah, that's why I think our organization runs successfully is because the days that I am really, really like not feeling it, I will sit down with our team and our team is amazing and beautiful. Small team, five people, but such a mighty inclusive team. And we sit together. I want to go back. So you just yeah. had five people in your yes. team. And you've achieved so much with these five people. Sorry? You've got five people in your team. Yeah, um, we work with lots of consultants and freelancers. Like, no, just no, no, imagine no. how busy you all are. <laughs> no, no, we've incredible. got lots of amazing, like five core team and we've yeah. got, we work still, with It's like, relatively small though for, yeah. the, for the achievements that you're making. I do think, again, when you take like a network approach to it, right? Yeah. And I connect with service you providers. You expand and retract, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, my core team can stay strong in my initial stages of business. And over time, we've had the opportunity to work with just amazing people like across the world for the projects delivering so yeah so i have a question i'm trying to figure out how to say it like i've got a company with 85 employees yeah. and you know, like as we're having this conversation i'm sat here thinking like it's actually kind of like a bit shameful really that we've never had anybody as a person of determination which has applied to join mm. our company and we work in the events industry which hires hundreds of people on projects what do we need to do better what 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 do what could i do better first of all let's put the shame away from yeah. that right because shame leads to fear Okay. Right. Shame makes people hesitant. It's like, oh, my God, I have never done this before. How do I, where do I start? And I think we see that in a lot of employers. So fearlessly saying, I haven't done this before. I'd like to start now and somewhere. Right. Yeah. That's a mindset Positive. that you can yeah. just walk on with and go like, you know what, I'm going to find a solution today. And the other thing that I can share with you is often companies um, which are small businesses or companies that are growing very fast, they feel like, well, when is inclusion my priority? Well, yeah. it should be embedded into the process. Right. So the thing you look at is your recruitment. And the reason why we're running this as a recruitment firm is because it's the most diligent way of being inclusive. Mm. There are so many ways of doing lots of talking and, you know, lots of like just discussions around inclusion. But there is a way of actioning it, which is put people in your team and let them come and sit with you and look them eye to eye and, you know, have conversations on a daily basis with people so that we're just as a community holistically inclusive. And I think a lot of the time... The biggest advice I share with recruiters is when you start measuring the number of interviews you've had with people of determination over the year, that's the best start. Instead yeah. of saying, how many people have I hired? Start interviewing people. Start meeting people. You yeah. don't have to hire them today or tomorrow. But when you've met talent, when you know what they're capable of, then you know which position I'm going to put them in. Yeah. I believe lots of... You can of, recruit better. Yeah. That's, a, that's normally what you would do yeah. anyway, right? All the time we're meeting people. So... You know, add people of, in, of determination into the mix. Yeah. It's a so good start. You can start meeting some talents, some musicians, some part-time event coordinators. What was it? Because you also mentioned previously about, you know, you've got talent now. Some yeah. musicians. Tell us a little bit about them. So we've got some amazing models and talent and creators on our platform. So it's called the Talent Academy, which is this part. And what we're doing now is we're upskilling them into the areas that they're interested in. But some people are really good. Like we've got a vocalist on, if somebody who's really good at playing guitar. So sometimes we match them together for performances um but yeah we're i was just saying who's your potential clients for these artists i guess event agencies and people that will book them for public performances yes absolutely yes i have many connections for you right now (laughs) let's do that you mentioned mentioned things like you know models for example you see more and more brands now that are becoming more inclusive in terms of the talent that they're using for their campaigns absolutely 100 percent. i have a dream that shakes out 
billboards would not be allowed to put up ads till they have at least one inclusive model in that. And yeah, I think that sure. would change everything. Um, but because the, the, I mean, like the fashion industry in particular is notorious. I mean, it's changing now, but it's always been notorious for that kind of. Well, they were they perfect, they were exclusive. You know, in, Exclusive of, of many people. You know, they, they were the. <laughs> they would define what perfection mm. would look like. Yeah. Yeah, and perfection looks different now, right? Of course, perfection, perfection looks is, inclusive. Is different. <laughs> perfection looks normal now. Yeah, I was walking yeah. just on a slightly different Don't topic. Have to take I was my ribs out anymore. <laughs> I was walking around the UK over over this week. I had to go and get my passport sorted out. And um, Victoria's Secret underwear shop, which has been synonymous for you know that kind of like stick thin, you know, whatever six foot goddess, unattainable. And their window was very inclusive. Mm. It had people of all types of. Gen, not gender, sorry, because it's all female, but, um, you know, looks, body sizes, determinations. It was yeah. very, it was very inclusive. It's actually quite different to see because I've not really seen that before. It's refreshing, isn't brand. it? Yeah. Yeah. And lots of consumer and fashion brands are coming forward. We did a campaign with Sephora on 8th of March, International Women's Day recently. They invited amazing women of determination from our cohorts to come and learn how to have good makeup skills. And so they provided the adaptability and flexibility mm. required for anybody to do makeup. Slightly controversial yeah. question, I think. Okay. <clears throat> are they coming forward, you know, with like a, a Oh my genu- God, you're about to take yeah, my question. Like I, was, genuine, I was sitting here going, how do I ask wants. this? How, how much of it is like lip service? Yeah, because we're seeing that in sustainability. Very much so. You yeah. know, that to do it to look inclusive yeah. or to tick that box. And especially because people are scared of cancel culture right now. Yeah. You know? We did so, it because we don't want to be seen that we're not inclusive, not that we actually believe. Want to be inclusive. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That part, you know, not taking away from that person. I really love that question. And at the end of the day, people will do things for photo opportunities, always. Yeah. Okay, that's yeah. like a global human standard. When people are trying to do things, sometimes the way they communicate them can come from a place of marketing PR. Yeah. Sure, we understand that. But as an organization which runs this mission, we have such a wonderful opportunity to define who our clients look like. Mm. And from day one, we've chosen to work with people who are genuine, which is why, you know, you're not seeing I'm inclusive immediately on a billboard or something because mm. you spend so much time delivering results with people who mm. are genuinely doing this. So all of our clients, I can say with 100% confident, have genuinely made the efforts to be inclusive. Yeah. Has everybody gotten it right 100% of the time? No. no. The we, intentions there. Yeah. We sat back and said, right? how do we do this better next quarter? Yeah. How do we perform better? Because we can always do better. Yeah. Nothing will ever be perfect. How, how does it make you feel when you do see that exploitation? Hmm... I feel like in my role, even though I still believe that the kind of information that I do end up receiving, especially with new job seekers mm. um, coming from different countries or people who are in the country or have been looking for a job for a long time, they didn't know about us or any other avenues for any reason. I feel like I've had to build a very strong emotional resilience. Yeah. Mm. And I'm a very heart first person. Like I'll wear my heart on the sleeve. This is why I'm here, obviously. But um, I've had to build an emotional resilience because I need to be on the hearing side of the challenges and I need to be the solution finder and if i get emotional about it for too long my focus from the solution will go away yeah so yeah we face challenges it's not always like it's been uphill at Mm. many stages and you know even like the story of the social enterprise license coming out starting as a community initiative and snowballing into this it's been a journey of patience Mm. and resilience but at the end of the day, when I look at that exploitation, I feel so thankful that people have now found us. 
And I've had people tell us that. So we we were working with a pair of siblings who were both people of determination in the same family. And turns out that a very elder cousin to them was also a person of determination. And we were working with these two parties, like separately, siblings and the cousin. And once the siblings started to get jobs, their mom reached out to me and she said, you know, for the first time in our lives, we feel like our family has dignity. Like we thought our kids were always going to do like workshop, like truck workshop jobs, but you've made us feel like we could really do something. And at that time, the same, the cousin from that family, he was like, well, where were you guys seven years ago? And I was just like, I'm so sorry. I was very young. I wasn't even born yet. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was very young. I was, I'm I'm getting there, you know, but that's how exploitation makes me feel. I feel like, okay, I know we've been through this. I know that there are things happening as we speak with people across the world. But when they come to I'm Inclusive and as we grow stronger, they'll find a home in us and they'll find a community within themselves. So Mm. we've got like networks. We've got a deaf network, which is for building deaf inclusive spaces. So all the people who use sign language connect there. We've got a mobility network, people enabled by wheelchairs, mobility, it's connect there. Um, we've got a vision network so people with visual disabilities come together share knowledge share best practices and again like my job in that becomes kind of like just Mm. creating those platforms okay I'm just simply amazed at how you how you can do all of this (laughs) (laughs) like in 24 hours with the team that you've got like it's such an incredible achievement because you just made me think then when we're talking about people of determination it's such a broad range of disabilities and needs of the individual so to be able to work with them there's a different program for for everybody Yeah. yeah You know, you're not just talking about one person. You're like talking about a few, multiple. Quite a few different verticals in there. Wow. So, my so you just blow my you, mind. So my question for you, what does an inclusive world look like? When Ooh. will you be happy? I think the inclusive world looks very human. I'll be happy when leaders and organizations start talking about their mental health problems with yeah, their peers. <laughs> yeah. I'll be happy when we stop pretending like everybody's not going through something sometime. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going through something. Yeah. And like, I still have discussions in organizations where I'm like, this week, did somebody come to you and tell you I was feeling overwhelmed? And with big corporates, the answer sometimes I will get is no, that's not our culture. And I'm like, well, that should, should be, be your culture be your because culture. we're demanding perfection out of humans. And, and that's humans not, not our perfect. natural state. And when we're not in our natural state, we don't perform as people. And people perform in good teams and good teams achieve really high return on investment. So why yeah. aren't we looking at the business side of it? So I'll be happy when leaders step up to start disclosing like, I'm not forcing anyone to obviously do that, but like start sharing their own challenges with their team members, knowing that, you know, people are going through similar journeys at similar points. And we, an inclusive world looks like a raw humankind world where it's okay to have your vulnerability as your strength. Mm. That's, I think that's a continuous journey. I think so the day an, the day that yeah. we can actually be the humans that we are yeah. is the day that we're inclusive. Yeah. I like that. It's incredibly it's a, powerful. It's, it's, a good, it's a good place. I'm going to finish us right there. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's nowhere we can go from there. Thank you so much for coming in. Honestly, conversation is so beautiful. I'm so inspired by you. Beautiful. Like, Thank honestly, you. like kudos for well everything that you're doing. Thank you. You know, you're uh, an incredibly positive change maker. Thank like, you. It's really and good Ahmed. to see. Yes. And Ahmed, of course, and the team. Sorry, by the way. Yeah. yeah. But it's a shout out to the wider team. You know, we're looking forward to meeting them and supporting mm. some. Well done, mum. Oh yeah. Well done. <laughs> shout out to mum. Like a mom said to yeah. me this week. Somebody wrote to me saying salute to your mom, and yeah. I was just like, yeah, yeah. my mom should. Screenshot all those messages and send them to her. I'm like, Mom, see, <laughs> it's working. It's fine. Oh. But not taking any of it away from you because yeah. 
it's it's way it takes bigger a than I am. Like well. you know, it's just yeah, but it way starts, bigger than but it starts with one. True. So well Two in this case. Two. There you go. I'm excited. All right, both I'm, of you. I'm, ex- I'm excited. I'm excited to see the next chapter yeah. of this journey because we'll you I, I, I have a feeling that you're onto something incredible, yeah. and Thank your work you. that you're doing will will just matter. Yeah, matter. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Guys. Super appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Rooted Within. If you like this episode, please make sure you drop a follow so you never miss an episode in the future. Rooted Within with Lily and Dan.